Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. I'm Chris George. Oh, Chris, oh, you're guest hosting. I know. I'm He's, excited. Yeah, first, uh, your first episode in season three. Hey, Ooh. that's pretty exciting. Wow. Yeah. I don't keep track of the seasons, oh, so okay. oh, well. I'm not really an well, avid It's important. Listener. Oh, you're not. <laughs> oh, well, it's important for us, so. <laughs> disappointing. That was the only reason we invited you today. Um, we thought that you were an avid listener and that uh, you would be so stoked to hear about our guest tonight. We have Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll here. What's up? <laughs> How's it going? Great, great. I'm feeling good. It's... Uh, Feels like it's 9 a.m. at the moment, but uh, what is it? Two, it's three o'clock? Three, 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 okay. The spookiest time. The spookiest time of the day. The witching hour. The witching hour. Yeah, no, yeah. this is great. Um, I love your apartment. It's fantastic. Thank you. It's a good space. Wow. And um, yeah, I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready to do this. <laughs> Much nicer than me. <laughs> Much nicer guest to have. Yeah, you you immediately started Chris uh, hot saying yeah. uh, that you hated our podcast, uh, yeah. and then you went over in the kitchen. You took a shit on our countertop. Yeah. It's just what I do. Yeah, is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> I can see the steam rising from it. It's an installation or something. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo, you are a actor, writer, director, producer, composer. Um, I'm assuming editor too, and a comedian and a creator, basically. a creator, <laughs> someone who makes stuff. Yeah, I think that you have uh, the biggest variety of credits out of everyone that we've ever had on Spook. Right on, nice. Yes. How do you yeah. fit all that on a business card? Um, it's just, it's actually all jumbled together, so it looks like scribble. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I I like to get involved in a lot of stuff. I mean. It can be problematic, I guess, with certain projects, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I'd like to contribute um, to a lot. But no, it's uh, it's I just like to have a have a say in a lot of things, um, and uh, I just like to create. That's what I that's what I like to do. So yeah. And um, when you were starting in the arts, what was your initial uh, plan? What was your like? Which position was your initial goal? Um, well, I, I went to, um, uh, I went to, uh, college for comedy. I went to the comedy program at Humber, oh, uh, with Damon did uh, as well. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did, yes. What year were you? Uh, Colin and I graduated, I guess it would be three years ago now? Two, three years oh, ago? Oh, wow, okay, yeah, so, so I recently. went, I was the second year ever to take that program, oh, okay. so that was probably 14 years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, and I went uh, right out of school, right out of high school. Um, I, like one of my best friends, Brian O'Gorman, who's a stand-up comedian. Him and I in high school, we saw a poster in the hallway for the Humber College School of Comedy, and we said, "Oh, cool, we want to do that." We were like big drama kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were both like, "Yeah, we want to be comedians." So we went there, and uh, both dropped out. Um, and I got into film production. Uh, working as a PA and that's what I did for a while like I did it for like three years or something and I just got involved in like making like commercials films and everything and that really interested me and then I didn't really get into I, th- I think I got more into sketch and uh, 
theater. I got into that about five years after that. And I got back into, like, the comedy scene and yeah. really enjoyed it. And then at some point, uh, just started making things. Like, I just started being like, oh, no one's going to make my idea for a... You know, I think we had one idea uh, in number where it was, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer School of Sound Design. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a funny idea. No one wants to make that, so let's just make it. So I think we made that. And that's where it kind of started, where we just started making all these little videos and, you know, people see them and then other people want to make stuff with you. And then it just grew where you just kind of learn everything along the way. But yeah. I think it was like mostly I just started out in film making stuff. And then I was like, this is yeah, just very kind of... addictive. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, just uh, kind of uh, like expanded from there. And I noticed like um, you you have like a big uh, web presence with the web content uh, you come out with. But also like uh, what what I've noticed about you is that you're a very uh, supportive person as well. And I notice you uh, sharing a lot of stuff, and that's where I think, like, a lot of the other, like, behind-the-scenes stuff comes into play, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, for me at least, that's what uh, a big part of the comedy community here in Toronto mm -hmm. is for me, and that's how I started, where people were supporting me and mm -hmm. giving me a voice and... Uh, I feel like that's just a part of it is like for me comedy is bringing people in and inclusion and uh you know the the showing diversity and different voices and different experiences and like that's what I find funny is just hearing so many different people speak and uh yeah I I, I think that's a big part for me is the inclusion like I, I love yeah. putting together a show and being like come on in like any anyone's allowed to come in Except Nazis, but... <laughs> I, did, I did notice that in the poster. It was bigger than the logo itself. It just had no Nazis. No Nazis. Uh, no, but yeah, that's... that's a, I, I, I feel like that's a big part of it is the support and making sure that, you know, people are, are listening. and um, you Because that is one of the things that uh, will hit you hard when you're in this type of industry is... Yeah. You're doing your thing, and you think nobody gives a shit about you. And I feel like that was the the big thing where I was like, fuck, nobody really cares. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, no, people do. It's just yeah. you got to find those those people that are willing to take chances on you and, like, support you and the people that give it, give it their best and, like, really, really go for it are the people that you want to work with and, and everything. So... It, it took me a while to get into that because before I was yeah. kind of like a loner with it. Yeah. Like I'd be like, no, I want to make my thing and like it's my baby. And then I'm like, wait, yeah. no, I should be. Collaboration is the whole key to to, to working because you just develop this reputation and of, of, you know, being able to work well with others. Like it's, yeah. mm -hmm. it just makes sense, you know, so... Uh, one of my favorite collaborations that you do is uh, with uh, Chris Wilson, where... Uh, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, notably, every, all of our listeners complain about Chris all the time. <laughs> it's the only time we've gotten emails. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. um, but uh, you... Pete, Chris Wilson of Peter and Chris, yeah. the funniest uh, <laughs> duo ever. Those guys are so funny. Um, they do they do a bunch of stuff that just like every time I see them live I'm like oh my god this is the funniest shit ever and they do a bunch of stuff with uh, with my girlfriend's uh, duo also who are the smartest 
funniest writers, performers, Templeton, Philharmonic, and like both of them. Like I'm always just like, this is like they they're they're the ones that kind of make me want to like make better shit. Yeah. You know? so. <laughs> Uh, with uh, with Chris, though, you are uh, you play the lead singer of the Counting Crows, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he's Rob Thomas. Adam Duritz, yeah. yeah, Adam Duritz and Rob Thomas, and uh, you you made quite a few of those videos. Now, uh, one that stands out for me is uh, yours, where you're in the Blue Jays uh, stadium. It's all about the Blue Jays. Uh, the Rob Blue Jays Tom. music video, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was. Um, uh, which was actually Phil Moorhead's idea. Um, he uh, messaged me one day because uh, I just, you know, I was doing the Counting Crows thing, um, which was a weird story, random story of how that started. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Phil Moorhead one day wrote me a message saying, do you want to do a spoof song of Long December but make it about the Blue Jays? And I'm literally the guy that always says yes to everything. So I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. And he wrote the lyrics and sent me it, and I just was able to record it at my house, and then uh, yeah, and then went out and we just filmed it. I I think I got Matt O'Brien to come out and film that in about forty five minutes, and I edited the whole thing in like twenty minutes in a Starbucks, <laughs> and then we just put it up that afternoon, and it was just like. I, I I don't know. I don't even watch the Blue Jays that <laughs> But I had Blue Jays fans like just going nuts over it. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah. Uh apparently Adam Duritz is a uh, is not a Blue Jays fan. So he's a I think he's a Baltimore fan. Oh he he wrote in and complained. <laughs> no, no, actually. They love the videos. Oh. They they've commented, retweeted, they they laugh, they him and Rob Thomas have Apparently, um, Matt O'Brien knows, uh, knew their tour manager at the time. Yeah. Like last year. And they were on their tour bus watching the videos, dying. And the tour, uh, the tour manager messaged Matt saying, you're, you know, like these, these videos, they're, they're loving them. So I don't know even, I don't even know if that's true, (laughs) (laughs) but I heard that and then I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then that kind of made me think, okay, maybe these guys are, are super nice and like it just made me feel bad because i'm like am i kind of ripping on them but you know it's still it's a good goof you know yeah well i think the 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 gold here is that you managed to cross over uh, music comedy and sports all in one (laughs) triple triple big three yeah triple threat (laughs) that's what everyone's goal is that's what everyone's going for Um, another thing I want to ask you about is, uh, how did it feel to see yourself in a movie that was nominated for an Academy Award? Uh... Room. Room. Okay, funny story. I don't actually know if I'm in the movie, because I'm in the credits, Yeah. and I did do a scene, um, where I'm, like, a reporter outside of the house, and I'm asking these questions. Like, that's the scene that I filmed. Yeah. And I had, like, five lines. It was, you know, and it was a cool day of filming. But when I went to go see the movie in theater, my the back of my head is the only thing that you see. <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever. And, like, whatever. It happens. Like, it's yeah. happened to me 20 times where I do film something and I get cut out. But this one was... Uh, yeah, this one was, we went to the movie theater and sat down. I was super excited. And then all of a sudden, the scene came up and I'm like... There's no scene. 
Like, what's going on? And it was just the back of my head. I don't even remember if you can actually hear the lines. I think they might have cut those out, or there might be a different edit now that it's like on DVD yeah. or whatever. But because uh, usually, as soon, I as, the, think as, they... soon as the credits come, yeah, my name is like seventh on there, <laughs> and I have like my mom telling everyone that yeah. I'm in the movie room. And it's like, I don't know. I'm like just going along with it. Yeah. I, I'm like, cool, I guess I'm in it technically, but it's on my resume. And I guess, you know, but yeah, it, it feels weird. But I have a lot of friends who have stories like that where they're just cut out of certain things and they're big things, you yeah. know, like, but Chris Wilson has a really funny one about heroes, but I won't say you got to have him on here because he has the best story of getting cut out of a heroes episode. <laughs> and I, I, that's all I'm going to say. But whatever. We'll have to remember that when he comes back. And yeah. Done. Yeah, we uh, we wanted to. Um, I have an idea of doing a all Chris Christmas special where everyone at the table's <laughs> name is Chris. Yeah. So we won't be there. I'll, um, I'll change, yeah. change my name to yeah. Chris Rigo. That would be perfect. <laughs> Chris Rigo. I'm hopeful for this idea. Yeah, well, we don't know about Chris Jordan's yeah, name. But, but to answer your original question, it felt pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, cool, all right, it's on my IMDb. Nice, sweet. Yeah. Uh, to get into a uh, spookier note, do you believe in ghosts? Um, do I believe in ghosts? I don't really know on on like the scale of belief. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a six. Okay. Out of so, ten? Out of ten. Um, six out of six. I mean, I think scale. Six out of six. <laughs> <laughs> out of six. I, uh, the ghost scale. Oh, well, I guy. freak myself out. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be at home sometimes and I'll hear a noise and I'll just picture like a ghoul in my kitchen <laughs> um so yeah i guess i do believe somewhat but yeah um i i i love horror movies um and i'll i'll i'll, I'll get into i'll watch some of those like like uh what is it ghost finders oh yeah ghost finders? i'll watch <laughs> oh, some of that have you ever watched the uh like the celebrity ones, like the celebrity ghost stories or whatever, where they go they take the celebrity back to where they saw this ghost or whatever? No, but I'm a big fan of like I'll go back and watch a bunch of old like yeah. unsolved mysteries and everything. Like, oh, okay. those sort of those yeah. sort of shows. Where for some reason it'll be like a a tragic murder case and then all of a sudden next up ghost story in Massachusetts and you're like there's those two don't relate <laughs> one's a serious murder that happened and the other one is just like a made up story <laughs> like anyway I um one of those celebrity ones I saw um and I, I think everyone should love this uh, because it, it was Michael Madsen in this, and uh, he was the guest of this one, and they went into this uh, hotel, and he just ate up everything that this like paranormal investigator said, <laughs> and I just thought that that was the funniest thing I've ever seen, <laughs> that he got so excited over everything, and then, like, if she was like, oh, did you hear that? He would run out of the room, like, he'd be so good. It must be really fun to film that stuff, <laughs> Yeah. Just, your imagination just goes nuts. <laughs> When they put like the the infrared cam or whatever it is, the night vision oh, yeah. on, yeah. And stuff like that. <laughs> Being a cameraman for those shows must be super fun. 
I didn't. I feel like I wouldn't enjoy it. Like the, especially the shots where it just feels like they're down there alone and they're just like getting like material. Be like, oh no. Yeah, there's no action at all. Like yeah. you're just telling yourself like, or the, the way they edit those shows is hilarious. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to when I when I was like 21, 22, and I was getting into like film production. Yeah. My dream. I still am obsessed with this show, but one of my dreams was to be a cameraman for uh, for for cops. <laughs> when it was like on Fox and it was yeah, just this yeah. like intense show I really like that was my actual goal was to be a cameraman for, for cops awesome. and it got, it got to the point where I just watched it every day all my friends know this like I have DVDs of cops like I just I don't I don't really watch it anymore I do sometimes when I'm by myself but um, yeah that that was like I can see being a cameraman for like a ghost show to be pretty fun. <laughs> you're not filming anything, but you're yeah. just... <laughs> Oh man. Well, speaking of scary tales of the past and well I guess this one's gonna be in the future. We got a story to tell tonight. Yeah. The concept of time today is a little off. <laughs> I don't know where I am. It's the witching hour. Yeah, oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Ooh. It's hard to tell what's what. Hey, we all drew positions beforehand. Rodrigo, what did you draw? Um, I got celebrity. Ooh, and since this is the spooky month of October... The witching month. The witching month. As they say. <laughs> our random celebrity generator turns into a random costume idea generator. Well, it didn't turn into, we just went to a different site. <laughs> it transformed! Ooh. <laughs> and you got... A ghastly gnome. Ghastly gnome. Got it. <laughs> ghastly gnome. You're not stricken to the ghastly gnome, but they will appear in the story. They will appear. Right. <laughs> ghastly gnome. All right. Um, Chris, what did you got? I got a uh, colon and a bracket, also known as a sad face. Oh, oh a sad face. Good. I drew the same thing. Wow. A couple so of swing characters. I got narrator. And for that, I'm going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, relationship, or a word. Let's do word. Empty. Word is empty. <laughs> just, spooky, just an empty. hour of silence. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine a ghastly gnome is somewhere they're not talking. <laughs> Staring at the wall. <laughs> Like the room is empty, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Who knows? All right, the spooky, empty, featuring a ghastly no. It was three p.m. The room was empty, or was it empty? Oh dear! The only thing I have left here are these eggs. Eggs from a dodo. Oh, do I eat them or preserve them to make more dodos? What to do? Oh, is that a knock on the door? Oh, hello. This room, what? You? Oh. Yes, it's pretty empty. My wife just left with all the furniture. You see, she's a gnome wife. She's... But you left you with eggs? No, those are ones I bought at the grocery store. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, but really, that's the only thing I I own now are these these eggs. And 
I, I'm just in this predicament. I don't know what to do, whether or not to eat them or, or well, save them. Well, well you... I'm, I'm sorry to uh, bother you after going to the grocery store, but I saw that there was a for sale sign outside of this empty space. Yes, well, I made that last night, and it's not real red marker, actually, that's blood. I made it with oh. my blood. <laughs> I, was in a, I was in a sad place last yeah. night. You do have a surprising amount of cuts. Yes, I'm sorry, I'll put some pants on. <laughs> you see, I gotta make $400,000 or else, or else I'm gonna lose this place. Well, th- this is just a... Wait, you you want to sell the place so that you can keep the place? Yeah, no. I, you see, I'm a little delusional right now. Well, I'll rent it out to you if I buy it. Yes, thank you, thank you. Would you like to come in? Why did you come here in the first place? You just saw the for sale sign. Yeah, and I thought to myself, I have money to buy it. Oh. Okay, is that what that briefcase is for? <laughs> exactly. Would you like to see what's inside? Yes. I'm I'm sure you're assuming that it's going to be money. Oh, piles of money. Oh, that's just shredded newspaper. <laughs> it's, uh... And spit. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I need a good Horkin case. Uh, but I assume that you take shredded newspaper as well, that that is a form of currency? I can't believe that... You're here. This must be fate. I need to show you something. Please, come to the back. Oh. So they went to the back of the room. The big, empty room. That wasn't as empty as it seemed. I have over 75 briefcases full of shredded newspaper and spit here. And I don't know why, but you've come to me today with your own briefcase full of spit and newspaper. It makes the stakes quite high, doesn't it? You know, legend has it, a man with 76 briefcases filled with shredded newspaper can rule the deserts of Ohio. Cut to the desert of Ohio. (laughs) 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 Oh, man pretty quiet out here. Yeah, I just... It's nice to get away from all the bustle of the city. That's true. That's true. I'm so glad we moved out here. No one to bother us. It is. It's nice, you know. There's uh, dust as far as the eye can see. (coughs) You know, the allergies. Uh, I'm allergic to sand. It's worth it. That's true. That's true. (sighs) Well, you see that light over there? Yeah, it looks like a... Is that a car? I don't know. I don't know. It's getting closer, though. It's Hello? Hello? Beep, beep. Hello? Uh, hello? Hello? I just came to tell you that someone has made a bid on this land. What? We just bought the place. Where? Well, someone else has found 76 briefcases... Shredded newspaper. The legend. Seventy-six briefcases. Seventy-six briefcases. Is it filled with spit? It's filled with spit in one. Well, one's okay. I guess the one's okay. Yeah, I'm just talking. But the clause on this document says 
that should someone find 76 briefcases filled with shredded newspaper with one with a little bit of spit. I didn't notice that part before. Oh, yeah, it's in, it's okay. it's in yeah, there, yeah. though. We didn't really read it that closely. Then that the will place. override uh-huh. any other form of deed. Wait, that seems a little far-fetched. I mean... My father told me something of the same when he handed this desert down to us. Oh, but I thought, funny. how probable is it that somebody's going to come here with 76 briefcases filled with shredded newspapers? And and I'm just a real estate agent. I have no reason to make it up. Well, that's true. He doesn't. This puts us into, into quite of a pickle. So, oh, hello there. Hello. Oh, dear. Do you understand how hard it is to run through the desert with 76 briefcases? Why didn't you just put them in the car? Oh, I was trying to chase it down. Are you kidding me? I was waving at you for three miles. Yeah, but you said you had to use the washroom, and I'm impatient. I had a lot of Tim Hortons. What can I say? All right. Oh, anyway, like I was saying, I have these briefcases strapped to my back. Okay. Yes. They seem very heavy. Wow, yeah. yeah. For such a small man. You're very strong. Yes, I know. For three feet tall, I can carry a lot. I'm like an ant. Here we go. Let me show you what I have in here. Click, 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 click. Oh, God. It takes a long time to open these 76. What am I at? 33. Click, 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 click. You've gotten faster, I must say. Click, 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 There you go. Well, it looks like they're all full of newspapers. This has the prophecy foretold. Wait a minute. That one's not newspaper. These are all Archie comics. Who are you trying to fool here, mister? Did you try to falsify one of your briefcases? Are you the man the prophecy speaks of or not? Are we going to have to go to small briefcase court? Got to small briefcase court. Yeah, 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 yeah. This session of small briefcase court is now in order. Oh, I've been waiting 26 years to say that. This is my first case. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> quiet in the court, quiet in the court. Sorry, Your Honor. Now, let's see here. Okay, so who will the plaintiff step forward? Yes. Plaintiff? What's the problem here? Well, you see, Your Honor, I'm going to lose. My place, if I, if I don't have 76 briefcases full of newspaper and spit. And if that's my only choice, I, I, gotta, I gotta come up with those briefcases. And that's what I did, you see. And these, these, these men, they're, they're accusing me of, of falsifying this, 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 this property. I mean, look at this. Your Honor, can I, uh, can I ask uh, that my clients... Uh, Briefcases be brought into the court. Yes, yes, bring them in, bring them in, bring them in. Bring them in! And 74 men, each carrying a briefcase, brought them into the courtroom, stacking them up in front of the judge, slowly unclicking each one. Mother, what's that? Those are briefcases full of newspaper and spit. I didn't know that was an actual real thing. Yes, honey. You see, Your Honor, with these briefcases with newspaper and spit, my, my client can live again. He 
can uh, live free. You see, his his wife just left him. <gasps> yes, it's true. I, I don't have much. I mean, I bought an Android for my cable on my TV, but I don't have internet, so it's useless. Oh, the humanity. All right, Your Honor, though, uh, we just bought the place, me and my best friend here. Yeah? And uh, one of those briefcases is uh, full of Archie comics. <gasps> Bring the briefcase forward. Your Honor, as you can see here, yes, they do look like, look like shredded up Archie's comics, but I think the question here is, does it count as newspaper? What is a newspaper? Is it just a bunch of paper with information on it? Sometimes there's comics on newspaper. Is Archie a comic? Yes. Are they in black and white here? Looks like the color's been smudged, so yeah, let's go with that. Mm -hmm. He makes a valid point, defense. Oh, well, yeah, but uh, people don't go to Archie Comics to figure out what uh, the weather's like. True. I do! Who's that? It's me, the biggest Archie fan in the world. <laughs> oh, shit. Tom Henderson. Yes, Tom Henderson. Listen, you schmucks. <laughs> Nobody talks shit about Archie Comics here. I've de devoted my life and... Learned so much from these comics that, in fact, I have molded my lifestyle around them. So if anybody says that there's no news in Archie's comics, then goddamn banish them to hell. Oh, uh, well, I guess I can't argue with that. Yes, you can, but if you're going to be that easy to just... I mean... We, we just moved out there to the desert. We wanted to get away from all the hustle and bustle. Oh, sorry. Point, point of order in the court. Um, I just want to clear a few things up. Yeah. Plaintiff, you're looking... Your place is in the desert? Well, yeah, that's, that's the only place a gnome can live. I mean... Huh. And defendants, your yeah. place is in the desert. Yeah, the other end. The other end of the desert. Yeah. The desert is awfully large. I mean, it's Joshua yeah, like, Tree. Have like, you ever been there? No. It's a giant, it's like... Just a big tree? 70 acres. Yeah. It's very, very big. Joshua Tree and then Douglas Tree and... People go missing all the time. That's how big it is. Samantha Tree? There's about seven search parties for seven different people. I've gone missing there. I've gone missing there. Yeah. I've gone missing there. I've gone missing there. Oh, yeah. I just want to be included. Well, so you're saying there's no way to settle this peacefully? Any sort of agreement can be worked out? What, what, do you have anything else to trade for the land, perhaps? I'll take that silence as, as a no. Well, there is one thing. I mean, all I have left on me are these... Two dodo eggs. <gasps> did he say dodo eggs? I think he did say dodo eggs. And they're dodo also eggs. made out of solid gold. Does Great. that mean anything? <gasps> Golden dodo eggs. Golden dodo eggs. Oh. Can anyone appraise these? I sure can. Master appraiser, Pete Johansson here. Welcome, Pete. We've used you on many, many a time in, in small bag claims court and small foothold court and small shoe court. Exactly. Remember the case of that uh, filing cabinet. Do I ever? We're pretty much worthless. 
Oh, I've seen all of your jeweler commercials. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it was such a joy to shoot. Well, let me get a look at these eggs. That's my magnifying glass. It just keeps on coming out. Creaky, I haven't oiled it in a while. Telescopic. Oh, wait, it's the egg! Okay. Oh my god. Golden dodo. I thought what we were looking at here was an artifact of some sort, and it was preserved in gold, but it appears this is an actual bird, which is cool, but worthless. Zero dollars. Wait. Look. I... Let's get the TV in here. Luckily, I brought my Planet Earth DVDs. Check this out. Ah, oh, yes. The Golden Dodo. Many say they don't exist anymore. But if you, by any chance, find one, they'd be worth over $3 million or 76 briefcases worth of shredded newspaper and spit. Enough to save your property if it by any chance goes up for sale or you have to sell it. That's a very apropos edition of Planet Earth. I'm David Attenborough. I hope I've helped some ghastly gnome out there who's just been separated from his gnome wife. Oh, jeez. Oh! I was picking in my eyes! Oh, jeez! like the, the, the total just ran from the room! And it's got my heart! Like emotionally or literally? Oh! He's fallen in love with the dodo! Is that legal? We're gonna have to go to Anything's legal in small briefcase court. If I just let that dodo run away with my heart without proposing, I would never forgive myself. Toodaloo! Uh, Your Honor, are we going to get a verdict on this anytime soon? Well, it seems like you've agreed to uh, to take the land for, for money, but now the plaintiff, or defense, or plaintiff, seems like he doesn't have anything more to offer. Well, I do have one more thing to offer, Your Honor. Yes? My body. That's right. This ghastly gnome... Body sex machine is up for grabs. Who wants it? That's my oh. robe falling off. Yes. Oh my god. Thank you. Thanks for um It was taped to my body. Describing that action for us. Because it the true majesty of it was lost. That's what I do. I'm a gnome narrator, so I have to really do that once. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been sitting by here just watching this court go through, but I cannot allow my tenant just to sell their body in order to, what, have a desert? A land of desert? I know I know that's why you, I gave you the briefcase in the first place, but I just... I, I can get my hands on another one for you to replace that Archie one. Wow, you really saw how desperate I was. Well, it brought a damn tear to my eye. God the, damn it. The plaintiff can...
put his robe back on now. Oh, if, okay. If... <laughs> any more? Any more scotch tape? Anybody? Yes, no. here. Here you okay. go. Yeah. Okay. That's very moist. Well, I'm thankful that everyone in the town came into the courtroom today. There are very a lot of people here. A lot of people. I'm still curious. We we're being evicted from our land because we rightfully bought it, and then he brings in some briefcases. I, I'm just kind of confused. Here. Oh well, that's life, buddy. Deal with it. Yeah, you can't you can't complain about the uh, the briefcase clause. It's in mm. most major rental and ownership agreements. I guess we should have a real need, estate agent. Do you no, need to talk to me, the real estate agent, again, or maybe we need to talk to this real estate agent. I mean, we, we, we used him last time, and it didn't really work out for us. Hey, yeah, we did. He's playing both sides. I'm a real estate agent for the people. I don't know. That sounds kind of suspicious. Well, you can still keep your spot on the desert, I'm sure. Well, no one told us that. In the clause right here, it says... There's a clause to the clause? There's a clause to the clause. That's what all those asterisks are for. Yeah, and it says... I thought they were decorative. That 76 briefcases filled with ripped-up newspaper and a little spit... We know this part. They will own the desert and... Everyone living in it. Does Wait, that mean that owns us. we're slaves now? I, oh, jeez. The ghastly gnome, own you. <gasps> I object! Uh, overruled. I want to see how this plays I out. I disagree. Well, that I... man doesn't own everything. I legally own half. <gasps> Husband. Listen. If this is going to be a partnership, then no one owns anybody. You're free to do what you want. Just let me have my place. Please, let me grow my herbs. In the desert? I have a green, I have a greenhouse and I grow, I grow a lot of tomatoes and marijuana. Oh, if anybody wants a bundle. Oh, he did. That's kind of why I left. There's no reason I can think of that you guys can't just share the desert. Well, that's why I'm here. You was trying to take the whole desert. I mean, I know I left the house. Well, share I, it any owns you. I took everything in the house because well, it's rightfully mine. But what about us? We we just want to live on the desert. Well, I'll have you, and he can have the other one. What? It's kind of hard because we're conjoined twins. I guess that's true. I thought you were just... Really close. Really close. That's I know. Like. We, we've been embarrassed about this for, for quite some time, but, yeah. but Sam, I, I, think, I think it's time to show our show our true colors and... Should we take off the top between us? Uh, you can join at the palm. Yeah. Yeah, you're just holding hands. Well, we, we, we just, it's a good way to make people think like we're friends, yeah. but we're really just, you know, connected brothers. Yeah. How do you sit in movie theaters? Uh, very close. Oh, yeah. wow. it's, it's great if you get one where, where you can raise the... The arm in between the seats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The new yeah. cineplexes have that. See, sometimes uh, if we show them that we're conjoined, they give us, uh, we can get in with one ticket. True. Yeah, so it's kind of nice. Okay. Yeah. The world looks at us differently. Yeah, they like, uh, hey, look at those two guys holding hands. Are they brothers or what are they? Yeah. Okay, well, while you guys were talking about that, I uh, basically set up shop here in the desert. Um, I've already started building my mansion. I caught the gold go the gold dodo. Ah. I have it here in the cage and 
I'm selling it for three million dollars to a, an investor, the jeweler that we came across earlier. What a ghastly plan and thing to do. Yeah. So I've got my house in the desert, three million dollars. And you're still my tenant as well. <laughs> you and still have your cube house. That's right, I still have my hey, old Hey, can we place. live in the cube house? <clears throat> yeah, is that okay? I mean, you we know ain't what? got nowhere else to go. You so guys... I mean, we're your slaves and everything, yeah, but... I mean, like, well, slaves is a pretty... We'll, we'll grow your tomatoes and marijuanas and... Uh, and uh, even a green pepper. Yeah, you want some uh, some chives? I have I to say have that your rent your rent was based off of one tenant, so if you add two more tenants, I'm going to have to double it. We, we, I'll double We are one tenant. They let us get in with one ticket at the movie theater. Well, that's, that's why I'm just doubling it and not tripling it. Well, no, because we're the only ones living there. Yeah, he's living in his mansion in the yeah. desert. Mm. Try to keep up. That's just one. <laughs> you know how to count, right? One. <laughs> a, a person needs a vacation home. I've seen you in there every once in a while. No, no, he's our guest now. See? Yeah. Yeah. If we, we live there, he'll be our guest. We well, gotta well, fill up all this empty yeah, space. I, mean, I really, people. I hey. really feel like you guys are trying to pull the wool over my eyes to get cheaper rent. But no. do you want to come over for some uh, tomato salad? Okay. Maybe regular rent it is. Oh yeah, we did it. I'm hey. a sucker for tomato I salad. Could get five. Yeah. I would, but we're already holding hands. I guess we have our other hand. Well. Okay. Okay. God. Oh. They're conjoined now. <laughs> Maybe oh, we're man. not conjoined twins. Maybe we just are part glue. They're the conjoined twin brothers, owners of Tomato Salad Farms. Come on down every single Saturday and Sunday at the farmer's market. Get conjoined and get tomatoed. Spooked. <laughs> Wow, feels like everything uh, really came together. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love the courtroom where there was like 70 different people. <laughs> and nothing was resolved there, which was... Uh, you know. Well, they they have their things, right? They, yeah. they all know where they're still in the courtroom. <laughs> everyone knows where they're living. <laughs> I feel like everyone just got confused and went home. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we'll just all or switch like, houses. Or it's like everything just got solved... Or like that one deal with a tomato salad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always thought, is that if you have a problem arise in your everyday life, you just throw a tomato salad on the table and everyone is brought together. That's oh, probably why it's the only problems I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> I think it's if you're looking to, f- to fill that empty void, all you need are people. Oh, I don't think we were in that story. No, tomato no, salad. No, I think it was more the tomato thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with that. Right, I'll go yeah. with that. Yeah. Let's do some plugs. Oh yeah, Rodrigo. Uh, um, I do a I do a show at Comedy Bar every second Wednesday of the month. Um, Comedy Bar, which is at Flora Nosington, and the show is called Fog and Lasers. Um, in the cap space, it's the only. Comedy show with sick effects. And the best poster inside of Comedy Bar. I thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. The very best poster I've ever seen in the Comedy Bar. Sick. Yeah. I got to put more of those up in the city. But yeah. So yeah, I do that show. And then if you guys uh, are ever on the internet, you can watch um, a show called The Amazing Gale Pile on CBC Comedy. Uh, We're filming season four right now. And um, uh, I also have a little part on Kim's Convenience 
on uh, CBC. So you can watch that as well. Do you have anywhere that people can follow you, like uh, Twitter, Instagram, anything like that? Uh, on Instagram, you can follow me at Rod on the Internet or go to rodontheinternet.com and I have a bunch of shorts on there. And uh, Twitter, Rodrigo F. Stoll. Beautiful. Chris. Uh, not much has changed since my my last spooked appearance. Um, whole new season and you still have changed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a couple things in the works, but but none that are ready to be discussed right now. Mm. So I'm going to leave you a mystery, but you can check out any updates at my website, chrisgeorge.tv, or follow me on Instagram at Chris C. F. George. I hope that's my Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for uh, direct links to all of uh, Rodrigo's stuff and all of Chris's stuff, go to thesonarnetwork.com. Check out their profiles on there, and you'll get to see everything that they do. That's the great thing about that network, man. We got everything there. That's yeah. true. Sweet. Yeah. And uh, we'll be tweeting out the stuff, too, at Spook Podcast. Yeah, look, look us up there, too. Yeah, look yeah. up. Yeah, and the Sonar Network thing. We're there. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonar Network got thing. Got thing. Get yourselves a Spook t-shirt. Oh, yeah, we got to make some t-shirts now. Thanks, Chris. Oh, man. Spook. Spook. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!